heard that song before. Where did I come from? Yeah, but you kept teasing it. I couldn't, you know. I had to get the whole thing in there. I had to get the whole film. Yeah. Some funny looking guys. That was live, the rooftop concert. Oh, wow. Uh, above Abbey Road towards the end? Yes, sir. Wow, yeah. man. This must have been right before John Lennon did his uh, little bed in there. <laughs> Chateau La France. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever he was. The presidential suite in Montreal. <laughs> That's yeah. right, man. <laughs> he was hanging out with uh, Macron's new prime minister, I imagine. <laughs> it was the bellhop in those days. No, are you kidding me? Macron wouldn't date somebody old enough to know John Lennon. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so we're doing uh, a quickie for Saturday. I like doing the Saturday quickies. Right? Yeah, a little quickie. A little quickie. Even though we're on. For me? Got some good... Uh... <laughs> what do you got for me? <laughs> we're going to do the jellyfish UFO again, actually. I was... <laughs> Man. This is where it gets good. The fourth episode. The fourth right. hour. Getting saucy. Um, all right. I got one for you. Well, I'm going to do local stuff. Uh, first of all, this was uh, very huge uh, the other week. It's kind of faded from the news now. Uh, I feel like you might enjoy it, uh, which we didn't, we didn't really talk about, I feel like. New information tonight, police on the western slope confirming to Fox 31 that Colorado Congresswoman Lauren Boebert is under investigation after an incident with her ex-husband. They reportedly had this incident in a miners claim restaurant in the small <laughs> town of Silt that's near Rifle. Silt police are handling this investigation. Authorities were called there around 9 p.m. last night. However, no one was arrested or taken into custody. Bobert released this statement earlier, responding to rumors about a punch being thrown, saying, quote, this is a sad situation for all that keeps escalating and another reason I'm moving. I didn't punch Jason in the face and no one was arrested. <laughs> I will be consulting with my lawyer about the false claims he made against me and evaluate all my legal options. All right. So they arrested her husband, actually. Uh, he apparently like and this is all over the headlines. He stuck his thumb aggressively into her son's face. Into his mouth. <laughs> so he's the stepdad, or was he like a the boyfriend? Dad. No, it's the the ex husband. Oh, he's the real dad. And the ex husband was was arrested for uh, physically uh, assaulting the eighteen year old son, and oh, dude, son's eighteen. Yeah, no, you do whatever you want. Or maybe under man I up, son. I don't know what happened here, but he he was released from jail yesterday. It was pretty funny. Um, and yeah, uh, Lauren Boebert had to publicly announce, uh, because the first accounts, and it was all over, that she had punched him in the face, which yeah, I'm all for, course. I love it, but yeah, well, they, you know. and then apparently she went over to the waiter and groped him, uh, <laughs> just couldn't help herself. Let him, let him grab her tits, and then she hit his vape pen. And, yeah. That's right, dude. So that's that was all over the news here, man. That's all uh, people were talking about in the political world of Colorado. Uh, not the crap that's going on, really, like the crime and what have you, and the fact that we're totally overloaded with the migrants, except uh, we are totally overloaded with the migrants and the crime. <laughs> Nobody can so, stop talking uh, about it. She's, she's moving, huh? She's moving to the eastern part of the state to run as a district representative, um, you know, in, in the far east. Whereas here, she rifle is west of 
the Rockies and kind of in the open plains-ish area out there. Uh, between, you know, uh, where Aspen is and then, you know, heading into Utah, that kind of section. Gotcha. So she's yeah. moving to friendlier grounds. Yes. Uh, well, Ken Buck is <laughs> stepping down as his as the representative over in the district. I want to say two, or maybe she's leaving district two, going to district six. I, I can't get them all uh, uh, totally knows. straight. But either way, he, Ken Buck stepping down. Bobert moving in. There's a high chance she'll get her spot there. She's pretty popular, and, and it's a very conservative area. And then she will be replaced in her district with a very conservative fella that is yeah. liked there. He's a, he's a fellow rancher and what have you in that region. So um, it's a win-win for the conservatives. In a state where we have just been completely overran by progressives, and it's, you know... We're releasing wolves in, in to our I know, wild, and the ranchers are, oh, and the people insane. who live in the place where we're releasing the wolves are against it. But the Denver and Boulder folk are just saying, "Hey, no, we got to do this because of." Frank, uh, they have a feeling. They got a feeling about it. <laughs> they have a feeling about wolves. So Bobert, so yeah, I, I wanted to throw it out there. This is old, old news, if you will, not fake news, old news, yeah, but you know, news. good times. I thought. Dude, uh, did you see that clip going around? I think you sent it to me of the Giants. Yeah, man. Man, I'm telling you right now, they tried to fucking distract us with the UFOs and the aliens. Now it's nothing but Giants. That's like the third video. Have you heard about the Solomon Islands thing? Okay, so did that giant video get disproven? I That was a New York Post article, right? And, you know. I don't know how, how true it was or if it got debunked. I, I just assumed it was fake. All right. Well, it was a New York Post article, and it did show a video of these alleged giant creatures filmed on an island. Um, I can't remember what, what island it was or what off country. Uh, I, thought, they, I thought it was Peru. Might have been Peru. No, I think you're right with the Peru. And so <clears throat> you say there's another giant video? Not video, but like this whole thing keeps going around about the Solomon Islands and how it's like known that on there's certain islands you can't go to because there's these giants who have their own language and they like steal kids. Wow! All right, the Nephilim. It's so stupid. Yeah. If you're a giant, why would you have to steal a kid? <laughs> a grown man would be a better meal. I'm telling you right now. Uh, there's the giants. There. And then there's the Giants. Now, I, I, do, I do believe that they are faking this a lot, and it could be a PSYOP. The one that I sh- sent you from New York Post, it almost looks... <laughs> you could either interpret it as they have walking sticks or someone's holding up two puppets and they're using trickery with film, right? It didn't make sense at all. Yeah, they're trying to say it was alien. It could be aliens, aliens. or Giants. Everybody's talking about that. Remember that uh, thing in Las Vegas where, like, it crash-landed in their backyard? That's right, man. Did that end up being a hoax? Yeah. Well, I, don't, I haven't heard anything about it since, so I'm assuming it's a hoax. The big one that I've been kind of dipping in and out of but not really paying too much attention to is the situation that unfolded at the mall in Miami there's a lot, yeah, no, yeah. lot of reports about beings, like 10-foot beings. So, we're again, we're doing giants, 
aliens, <laughs> giant aliens, right? I think that, that I think it's going to come out that that was just a training exercise. To train for a situation where there's giant aliens walking around? No, no, no. Like you do mass <laughs> casualty trainings, like a mass casualty event, and that's kind of what it would look like, where you just shut down a road, you have a show of force, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, that's it, what they did during 9-11. They had the 9-11 training op going on. <laughs> and then yeah, 9-11 happened. The yeah, that's right. Just happened to happen you know? at the same time. Uh, so you're not down with the aliens in the Miami Mall or the Giants, but you're saying there's more Giants slash potential giant alien sightings occurring all over the world right now. No, I'm saying it's all fake. It's all psyop. <laughs> yeah, dude, come on. The alien narrative failed. Nobody bought, nobody bought it. So now you're trying to go with Giants. Sure, and Giants takes biblical form. A lot of people follow with, along with the whole Nephilim idea, uh, the concept of the fallen angels mixing with the humans on Earth and creating the Giants that you know, start kind of uh, attacking people on Earth. Did you follow the lead I sent you on the dudes in Afghanistan who fought the Giant allegedly? No. You never went down no, that route? It's pretty <laughs> no. fascinating. The stories are pretty interesting. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. I don't remember what it was, but I did go down a rabbit hole of like uh, Magellan and like these Sp- the Spanish con- conquistadors. Oh, yeah. And how they like had a lot of stories of giants, especially right. like in the Amazon. All right. Well, in Afghanistan, the Kandahar giant, it's called. Uh, it allegedly came out. They the these soldiers in Afghanistan went on a reconnaissance mission to find a group of soldiers who disappeared in the Kandahar region amongst the mountain range, and they're kind of scouting and looking for them. And they came upon a giant cave and a giant being, fifteen feet or so tall, with the red beard and uh, smelled horrible. It emerged, and there was scattered all amongst it, you know, the carcasses of some other soldiers and some equipment. And so, uh, allegedly, these soldiers, uh, you know, unleashed their firepower on this giant, and he managed to kill one of them with his giant stake or something like that. And um, but the Marines were able to take him down, and then they lifted the giant away in a helicopter, never to be seen again. And uh, allegedly, amongst those who have served in Afghanistan, this is not considered an outrageous or outlandish tale. It's something that they consider to be valid and truthful and that there are giants or at least a giant did exist there in the Kandahar Mountains uh, of Afghanistan. I don't know, man. I never heard nothing about that. Well, did you go to Afghanistan? No, but we have a cousin that did. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Well, maybe that's he something. Never mentioned the giant. A lot of people sworn to secrecy on things like the giant or uh, anything with come aliens. On. Come on, yeah, sworn to man. secrecy. And oh, you don't think that's a thing? Come on, no, man. you can't. Well, maybe you're not sworn to secrecy, but then let's say you're SEAL Team Six and you allegedly take out 
Osama bin Laden, and then you supposedly just drop his body into the water, and then (laughs) before anyone can ask you about what happened or interview you, really, and get you down for some book action or movie action, you go on another mission sent out by Obama, and uh, everybody dies. Except for the one guy who gets to write a book. The one guy who wrote the book. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they all died. Did they all die? I feel like eighty percent. I'll say <laughs> of the SEAL Team Six fellas who allegedly were there for the Osama bin Laden takedown are not alive. <laughs> I, I assume we have a similar situation with the Wiener wow. laptop. Does not look good. The truth is. 25 members of SEAL Team 6 were killed in a single helicopter crash. (laughs) Where was Hillary Clinton when this happened? (laughs) Oh, man. That's That's a lot of dead witnesses. Wow. 25? Man. Come on, dude. We're wiping them all out. We we can't let people know the truth that they never actually did take out the actor formerly known as Bin Laden. Wow, man. Mind yeah, blown. And then that makes the Wiener situation more believable, right? What, nine out of 12 cops? Well, it's no SEAL Team 6. I believe it then. Oh, dude, I can't get over that one, man. That still blows my mind. The Anthony. Nine out of 12 (laughs) that saw Anthony. Like, who the fuck is Anthony Wiener? Nine out of the 12 people that saw his laptop dead. Yes. The the 12 cops who saw Anthony, the contents I mean, did he have the, the the fucking video from the ring on there? Like, what is going on? It's how did nine people die? If you are interested, it's called Frazzle Drip, Frazzle Drip, and that was the name of the file that the cops clicked on. And I believe, I believe either within Frazzle Drip was the file that said like, um, you know, get out of jail or something, you know, back up or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Safety switch. Uh, and it, within the Frazzle Drip file is allegedly uh, some sort of snuff film, you know, c- with Hillary and Huma, her lesbian lover, uh, who was Wiener's wife, and I believe there's other characters, John Podesta, maybe some other weirdo freaks in it, allegedly, where they are, uh, you know. Engaging in some horrifying satanic ritual, right? <laughs> I'll sum this up for you. Frazzle Drip is a rumored dark web snuff film showing Hillary Clinton and longtime aide Huma Ebedeen sexually assaulting and murdering a young girl, drinking her blood, that's and right. taking turns wearing the skin from her face that's as it. a mask. Yeah, that's I mean, actually it's it. It's pretty yeah. descriptive. Yeah, there's... It's... it's <laughs> I don't know, it's freaky. And, and then you find out, like, it was alleged that it was on Anthony Weiner's laptop, and then nine of the cops died. That's right, man. So it's heavy to think about. They're part of that kill count list. Uh, last time we talked about this, actually, uh, 
I believe they cut our feet on Podbean, so it's <laughs> it's not too hard to imagine that maybe the Clintons we'll see what don't strike want to be able to. Two hits, yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, frazzled drip and uh the whole deal with the contents thereof and the cops dying. You think of that? You don't think it's maybe too far off base for those associated with the Clintons, like the Obamas, to, let's say, bump off 25 members of SEAL Team 6 because they can't truly tell, honestly, what happened with the alleged killing of Osama bin Laden, which I don't think actually happened. I don't think bin Laden was a real guy. I think it was an actor. It's the Mandarin, man. Come on. We know it. I always said, no, it was real. He was a real guy, and he had a deal with the government, and... They never went in there to kill him. They went in there to extract a dead body. That was the whole deal, is we let him live out his his life. The deal was we wouldn't kill him. That was he the was deal. He was an old man <laughs> with, like, fucking on dialysis, you know? Allegedly. I, I just don't believe any of the uh, alternative narratives that floated around him. He had liver disease or whatever. And I mean, he was old regardless. Cancer. How long was he going to live, you know? I don't know. It's possible he wasn't a real guy. He he could have been the same actor playing the seven or eight different Joe Bidens that we have these days. Okay, I stand corrected. He was only 54 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Those Arabs look a lot older. It's that cave dwelling, man. It's hard living, <laughs> man. Cave life, not good for the skin. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, man. Uh, should we do... I got one last clip that's in the dumpster there that we haven't gotten to that I thought you would enjoy. And then we could probably dip out here. We're running out of time. As far as oh, I'm yeah. concerned, I have to go to the airport soon here, and uh, or otherwise I'll be divorced. Uh, all right, so uh, this is for you, Mike. This is Mayor Johnson calling out Abbott for being a racist. Mayor Johnson, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, let me go right to it. The Chicago Tribune reports more than 630 buses have arrived in Chicago and the Chicago area in the past 16 months. From Texas alone, carrying nearly... This is a MSNBC show hosted by Al Sharpton, apparently. Uh, (laughs) What? They're running out of ideas over there. (laughs) 30,000 people in need of food, shelter, and a new light. What response did you get from lawmakers as you discussed this deepening crisis? Well, thank you, um, Reverend Al, for having me on, and Happy New Year to you. Look, we have this international crisis that really requires federal intervention that local government is being asked to subsidize. Uh, Local government is not designed or built to handle such a crisis. No, it it puts a tremendous burden on on you and other Democratic mayors. I might add many black mayors uh, has been the focal of this. And And I encourage right now everybody listening, Google Mike Johnson. Mayor of Denver, and then <laughs> you'll find this statement very funny. Back on Thursday, New York City Mayor Eric Adams uh, 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 filed a $700 million lawsuit against 17 charter bus companies who transported migrants from Texas. Okay, so that's who we're going to blame? The bus companies. Yeah, and this is the bus company's fault. And Greg Abbott. He's racist. Greg Abbott. Yeah, they're racist, man. Come on. What about the... What about the people keeping the border open? No. Stop these people from coming in. I can't get over the fact that you could publicly apologize, say you were wrong, and claim, declare. 
we are no longer a sanctuary city. You can just say that, but you can't, right? Because you want these yeah. as your voters. It's obvious. So these, oh, so funny. these mayors are having to play both sides, and it just doesn't come across as genuine, oh. right? It's, it's a Mike Obama thing. It's why Mike Obama is so funny. Because you can't argue it if you're on the left. Because in order to argue it, you'd have to admit there's a difference between a man and woman. It's ridiculous <laughs> to think a woman is a man. But you can't. All right? That's why it's so obvious that <laughs> Michelle Obama's a man. Come on, you admit to, it. You can't argue it because you Mike. don't even know what the difference is. Big Mike. From Texas, what are your thoughts about the case, and is this an action you would consider taking as well? Well, you know, look, you're very, you're absolutely right about the intentions of Governor Abbott. Um, he is attacking democratically ran cities, and particularly cities that are being led um, by black leaders or leaders of color. <laughs> this is unconscionable. Cities that I mean, declared their sanctuary. Quite frankly, <laughs> what's so funny is these are cities that just recently too have uh, new black leaders, like. <laughs> New York declared sanctuary when it was that jackass eating the cheeseburger. <laughs> right? And we declared it when it was the lesbian. And Well, and here in Denver, we had a black guy, Hancock, declare sanctuary, and then we got a white guy in. So they, they can't oh, get... Oh, he's fucked. The white guy's really fucked. He I know. Cannot. Oh, he's... Mike, every, every clip of this guy in the news, he's just sweating so hard. Sweat <laughs> just sweat pouring down. He... He had a full head of hair when he started the gig two Can't months even ago. Hold the microphone, palms too wet. <laughs> He's struggling, man. <laughs> They're gonna show the before and after of his mayor term. He's gonna go from forty-two to one hundred and three. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna turn into RuPaul at some point. Uh... <laughs> He's doing everything he, can, everything he can to win over every voter in every part. Like, <laughs> no, guys, I swear. Look, I started OnlyFans. I suck a dick on it. Go watch. I know. It's, but I'm a, but I'm a rancher, man. See, I got the cowboy hat, right? He, he's it always, was a straight dick. <laughs> he's trying to play all the sides, and it's impossible. And you know, you can't be the compassionate liberal who's going to clean up the streets of you know with the homeless situation and house them but also you know uh kick them out at the same time because you're cleaning up the streets no it's one or the other man because you, you can't run a state a city a country on feelings and compassion you need to run it yes. on facts and you know what i mean law and, and order you got to clean yeah it's crazy but he he's um, struggling immensely to balance that and it's funny, as the two sides drift further apart politically in our worlds, you know, who can really play the middle? You know what I'm saying? Like, who, who can step in and be like, oh, you know, I, you know, you can be gay. It's no problem. But we're not going to put it in the schools. All right. And uh, we can I, legalize. I don't think they realize that that is kind of Trump's appeal. Like, especially now during the primaries. He's not out there trying to be the most extreme right. He's actually making fun of DeSantis for being too right. You know? Oh, yeah. He, I think that's wow. what they really hate about him, is that he is winning by not being extreme. That's why they try to paint him as the most extreme. That's pretty wild right? stuff, man. No, I, I, <laughs> I didn't really think I would ever think of Trump as the middleman there. 
he kind of is because he he doesn't care about gay marriage. Abortion, he thinks, should be left up to the state. Yeah. He, I've said it before, he is kind of the most do-what-you-want president. Ah, good call, actually. You know? His lone fault heading into this election, Operation Warp Speed, man. I will never vote for him because of it. I don't like what he did. He should have never backed down when he banned people from China. Not right? only that, man, if he had a, stood his ground to someone like, I don't know, Tony Fauci right at the onset, we wouldn't even have the need for whatever is going on with Rand Paul and the private depositions because he would have never existed. Tony Fauci and the double mask and the lockdowns and the Burks and all of that would have never been a thing. In fact, if Trump had stood his ground and stopped all the nonsense, nipped it right in the bud, we, we could have been the template of democracy truly in the modern free world, right? We're going to stand up to the tyranny of the big pharma yeah. and these institutions. No, that's the biggest thing about Trump. He, he showed us who, what kind of president he would be. Better than Biden? Yeah, but that's not saying a lot. He, he will stand up to certain Democrats, but when that World Economic Forum comes down and they're doing the, you know what I mean? He was, he kind of fell for everything with the, you know, the, the warp speed and the, he was easily duped by them. I think he was easily duped. He thought he was going to put his name on a vaccine that saved the world. <laughs> it was Trump stakes all over again, man, right? And he was kind yeah. of reeling from the end of Trump University, so he needed a big, fresh win for the Trump brand, dude. Plus, that's why, you know, you can vote for him this time, but he already proved he's not going to stand up to the people who are really calling the shots. He's not going to stand up to the George Soroses and, you know, those guys. It's kind of weird, though, when you look back at the 2020 realm, we're... Were any of us really fully aware at kind of the ironclad grip one political party truly had on the social media sphere, all these you know tech companies, even then legacy media? It, it was as if one state government had already existed or came to fruition during the Obama administration, but we were all just wrapped up in the glow and wonderment of the fact that we elected our first black guy for two terms that nobody seemed to care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happened. You know, but like here we are, ten years no, later. No, they, they did it through Obama because everybody was too afraid to say anything. Right, you <laughs> couldn't say anything because then you were racist. It was, it was Black Panther just in real life, man. You know, you can't criticize. You know, I Black think they're Panther. being a little too easy on Obama. <laughs> that's because you're racist. <laughs> if he were a white man, would you say that? You know, come on! Didn't you see John Stewart crying on stage and hugging Stephen Colbert? Man, <laughs> this is historic, man. He's a black yeah. guy. <laughs> it's been eight years. He hasn't really done anything for the black community. You're a racist. He's done more than any white man has ever done. I don't know. One flip freed the slaves. <laughs> and he happened to be a Republican. People forget. Outrageous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, we got a crazy year ahead of us, and unfortunately, uh, the time has flown by. Mike, it's the fastest half hour in the universe. There's no doubt about it. I know. It has crunched uh, too quickly. We thank everyone for joining us. It has been a great time, no doubt about it. Uh, We'll see you again on Wednesday. Uh, To wet your whistles, we are always thirsty for more. Uh, Mike, you you got any last things on your mind there, my man? 
No, uh, look us up on Twitter. We're starting to get it back. <laughs> X, I mean. You can maybe find us. Yeah, I don't know how uh, Elon. And, uh, if you're listening on any uh, anything other than Podbeam, go ahead and download Podbeam. You can listen live and call in on Sundays. All right, yeah. I oh, and it. Osama bin Laden, 6'5". Maybe they are giants. No, see, that's actor height, right? Or no, I'm sorry, actor height's Tom Cruise. So he, oh, he would have been 5'7". 5'7", if he was an actor, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's how you know it's real. <laughs> he was no Zelensky. Oh, man, we need sleeves and pockets. <laughs> yeah!